0: But can they have with Dr. John. Potter, nope. Welcome to Persistent Health. I'm Dr. John. This is podcast episode number two, viruses. Well, with cold and flu season upon us, and of course, COVID, this is the perfect time to discuss viruses. The question is, can we amplify our body's protection from viruses in an all-natural manner? Well, I believe we can, and that is what this podcast is all about. So let's get started. Let's first understand what we are fighting here. What is a virus? A virus is simply a small collection of genetic code, either DNA or RNA, surrounded by a protein coat. A virus cannot replicate alone. The virus must infect a cell and use components of the host cell to make copies of themselves. Over time, they kill the host cell and cause damage to the entire host organism. How do these viruses spread? we can pass viruses from person to person when we come into contact with droplets that contain the virus. So sneezing, coughing can inject these droplets into the air or onto surfaces. But here's the important point that never gets mentioned. Exposure to these droplets does not, I repeat, does not equal infection. We get exposed to many pathogens daily, but that doesn't mean we get infected with each of them and get sick every time after the grocery store or church or the gym or any public area. Now, it is a different story if someone has an immunodeficiency-causing condition, like HIV, AIDS, severe malnourishment, maybe they're undergoing cancer treatments that include chemo and radiation, or maybe they have a congenital condition that weakens their immune system. Why are these viruses so hard to get rid of in our society with 100% effectiveness via vaccines or acquired immunity or just the passage of time? It's because viruses are smart. They are like resilient chameleons that change and mutate from person to person so they can blend with our own individual genetic material and survive. So the virus I catch from my friend isn't the original virus he caught from the person before. What can we do to support prevention and protection? Well, I want to start with something simple but often overlooked, and that's our lifestyle and dietary choices. These go in no particular order. They are all important. Number one, wash your hands. Wash your hands before you eat or drink or touch your face, especially any open orifice like your eyes, ears, nose, and mouth. Number two, eat plenty of meat proteins daily. This includes chicken, turkey, beef, fish. Why? Well, our immune system and antibodies rely on meat proteins because they contain high amounts of zinc and B12 and folic acid and iron, and these things help fight off viral and bacterial infections. Sorry, vegans and vegetarians, even though beans have protein and do contain zinc, they also contain lectins, which brings me to point number three. The human digestive tract contains an aggregation or collection of lymphoid tissue called Peyer's patches. When these patches become inflamed and dysfunctional, they serve as an entry route for pathogens into your body. So we want to stay away from foods that cause digestive inflammation like beans. Beans are a legume along with peanuts and peanut butter and they contain lectins which inflame your digestive tract. Next, we are the only species on this entire planet that continue to drink milk once we're weaned off our mothers. When you watch these uh, animal shows or uh, National Geographic, we see these lions and tigers uh, eating in the wilderness. They're not drinking cartons of milk or or chocolate milk. They're eating other animals or or vegetables or or, uh, berries. So cow's dairy is out. Now butter and eggs are okay along with non-dairy milk. This could be rice milk, almond milk, coconut milk, cashew milk. Watch out for cheeses and and ice cream and cream dressings like ranch, Caesar, Thousand Island, uh, mayo. Use vinaigrettes instead. Processed sugar. This is a no-brainer. Cookies, candies, cakes, ice cream, soda. These all inflame the body and feed things you don't want fed like bad bacteria, uh, parasites or yeast or candida that may be in your body. Now you may be thinking, no problem. I'll do sugar-free or my diet soda. Artificial sweeteners are no good. Honey and stevia are okay. But avoid products that say diet or sugar-free or zero calories. These are red flags for foods and drinks that contain these neurotoxins that put a strain on our liver and kidneys, which help filter the blood of toxins and get rid of cellular waste. Next overuse of coffee caffeine and alcohol. Both of these will irritate our digestive tracts. And by the way, decaf coffee still contains caffeine. The law says they can call it decaf coffee, but it can still contain a minimum amount of caffeine. Yeah, I'm confused too. I I don't understand or get that one. Number four, hydrate daily with plenty of water. How much water? I recommend half your body weight in ounces. For example, If I weigh 180 pounds, I'm going to shoot for 90 ounces of water per day. What do I mean by water? I prefer non-carbonated water, as the bubbles also irritate your gut and interfere with digestion and assimilation of nutrients. Also, I want room temp, not iced water. Why? Because it lowers your absorption rate. If you and I were to sit down and we each had a gallon of water to drink, my gallon was room temp and your gallon was iced, you would get up and urinate two or more times more than me. Number five, get plenty of sleep nightly, meaning seven to nine hours minimum. Sleep is where our mind and body regenerate and heal along with our immune systems recharging. This is why most surgeries are done early in the morning. Not because everybody likes getting up early, but that's when our body is the strongest. No surgeon ever does surgery eight, nine, 10 at night. That's when our body is the weakest. Number six, exercise. Let's move people at least three times a week for 45 minutes minimum and push yourself. Break a sweat. This helps not only with stress, but sleep uh, and to pump more blood that gets cleaned through your filters via the liver and kidneys. Cardiovascular exercise also helps clear and strengthen your lungs. And I prefer early morning workouts before you eat. So not only will you burn more calories and fat, but you also will set your body's metabolism at a higher rate for the rest of the entire day. All right, now let's get into supplementation, and I wanna start with a disclaimer here. Yes, I daily utilize and sell these all-natural, safe, and effective nutraceuticals in my practice when applicable, or I ship them to people nationwide. This is not a sales pitch. I'm having trouble already keeping inventory in stock. This podcast is about our health and well-being. So here's my virus regimen, which only contains all natural and effective food-based products. Number one, Transfer Factor Plus. I wish I would have invented this product because it boosts our natural killer cells over 400%. Natural killer cells contain viral infections within your body. Then our cytotoxic T-cells come clear the infection. This is an important step because we don't want any infection to hang out, linger, and spread, and get more virulent. Number two, viral P. This is my custom formulation, and it contains a high-potency blend of Japanese knotweed and Oregon grapefruit, and both have been used for centuries to help with viral infections, especially those in our respiratory system. Number three, vitamin C with rose hips. This is an anti-inflammatory, That also helps increase your body's white cell count, which includes neutrophils, eosinophils, basophils, and macrophages. Our health and immune system is our own responsibility and ours alone. Your health should be in your own hands and not determined by what season it is or what someone else does or doesn't do, like wear a mask or don't wear a mask, six feet or not six feet, staying home or going out. So implement all of these suggestions ASAP. I say all because some people who are listening to this will believe that they can take a few magical supplements or tinctures or herbs, or wear this magical mask or bandana, and this will offset poor lifestyle and dietary decisions. Spoiler alert, it's not going to work. It never has. No shortcuts. Pathogens that infect and do harm to our body always look for the path of least resistance and the weaker hosts so make the lifestyle dietary and supplemental changes to help strengthen your body but time to